Hi, and welcome back to Chapter by Chapter, a podcast where we cover a variety of video games from a variety of eras and a variety of genres. I am your resident podcast host, Ethan, and this week we are joined by our resident Pokemon expert, Weekon. Hi, hello, welcome, and let's continue. <laughs> and, uh, so... Get some Franklin in this episode. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, last time we went through the Team Rocket hideout, we spent a whole episode on that, but that's not surprising, considering we spent a whole episode on Celadon City the week prior, and we obviously still haven't finished, we're still there, but we will definitely finish it this week, because we are tackling pretty much the last thing you have to do in Celadon City, which is fighting the gym leader. Yes, so after you get through the rocket hideout, the stuffy hideout, and you finally go back out to fresh air, <laughs> you can do the last thing left in the city, which is to fight the gym. Yep, uh, so oh. this is your fourth gym of the region, uh, so it does sort of signify the halfway point of the game, you're halfway through, you should obviously be uh, somewhat knowledgeable at this point in regards to what's happening and what you need to do, but obviously we are still here to guide you through it. We're not just going to do half of the entire game and then leave you to struggle. <laughs> uh, yep, so now uh, the fourth gym, Erica's gym, the grass gym, mm -hmm. uh, one of like the major types of Pokemon. Uh, it shouldn't be, now obviously, depending on your team, it'll either be challenging or fairly easy. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, grass types are generally regarded as perhaps one of the weakest types in Pokemon, just because they have so much weaknesses associated with them. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say weak as in, like, like not powerful attacks. It's more as like weak as it because grass is such a common type. Yeah. They lose to a lot of other types. Yeah. Uh, to like go over it, uh, grass is weak to uh, fire, flying, ice, poison, bug. I think that's it, but that's five weaknesses. And a lot of grass types. What? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's generally it. Those are, like, the five grass types that they're being to. Yeah. Uh, a lot of grass types, though, are grass poison type, which, on one hand, is good because they gain an immunity to poison type, but then they also are then subject to being weak to psychic type and then they no longer resist ground type either so pretty much even if you throw in another type for grass to try and give it some coverage it will end up weakening them at the same time so uh but grass does have its uses uh we have sort of mentioned grass and water as being useful against rock types and stuff like that and water types as well so it certainly has its uses Yeah, and this is also essentially the part where if you pick Charmander as your starter, it's finally his time to show yeah. This is the first gym that he can 
dominate at. Yeah, but at the same time, if you caught a Pidgey on Route 1, that'll dominate this gym as well. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and I, I do, I will say that I am, a, I am a pretty big fan of grass types. I've always really liked that type. Um, the only issue is that uh, a lot of grass types, like you said before, are grass poison, so they are weak to psychic. And psychic, as we have noted, is too strong in this generation. Uh-huh. So being weak to psychic really sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway. Uh, so going through the gym, uh, Erica's gym, it's noted for being a gym full of women, as an old pervert outside the gym states. Uh, so it's quite surprising they let you in. In uh, So it's quite surprising they let you in because in Generation 1 you couldn't choose your gender, so naturally you are a boy. So for... So, it's all female trainers in the gym uh, who use grass types, so why don't you cover the grass types that you have? Alright, yeah, so essentially because uh, this is not like the anime, even in yellow, where you don't get to go through like the sequence, like in the show, where you put on a wig and you change your name to Ashley. So <laughs> So we'll just skip straight to the trainers that you battle. Um, so I believe there are two types of trainers that you run into for the first time in here. Um, the first one is the beauty type trainer. Yep. Uh, personally, I'm glad we finally ran into beauties because I love beauties. I think they are iconic. I think they are legends. Uh, I don't know why, I just always love beauties, like, whenever I see a beauty, I am like, yes, girl, work, slay, fierce, live, feel. I think that's because I'm a gay man, so I'm naturally, I'm attracted to power boss women. <laughs> I, they feel that way about themselves, too. So. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, so, uh, yeah, beauties, uh, we'll go over beauties as a class, uh, they are sort of I'm pretty sure the wiki defines them as the grown-up version of lasses. Uh, they do generally use uh, cute and fierce Pokemon. Uh, so they do use a variety of types. Uh, interesting note, because I have a bit of information for you. Uh, on During Generation 1, uh, like here's the thing, between Generations 1 and 3, uh, they couldn't do... Like, because there's water routes later on in the game that are filled with beauties, but they didn't really have female swimmers in Generation 1. So, anything that's a female swimmer, I think it is, in, like, later generations, is instead a beauty in this game. So, there's a lot of beauties that you'll face in this game. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so, instead of female swimmers, they're beauties. That's cool. It's either female swimmers or female ace trainers. Um, well, I suppose cool trainers in this game or whatever they're called. Uh, but we'll obviously get in more into that when we approach that route. Uh, but gym puzzle this time, there really isn't one. You just literally go through the gym. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. There's just like two trees that you can cut down to not fight some of the trainers, but that's really it. There's yeah. no puzzle, really. Yeah. And even then, it's... Well, even then, you do kind of want to fight all of the trainers to get experience and obviously be in a better position to face the gym leader, who I suppose we'll get into now, uh, gym leader Erica. So tell us about her team. Um, real quick, I just wanted to mention the other uh, trainer class yeah. that you run into, in which in this gym there is only one. So uh -huh. aside from the beauty, you also run into one cool trainer. Yeah. Uh, well, cool Wait. trainers. Uh, this was Ace Trainers before they were renamed to Ace Trainers. Yeah, yeah, they were cool trainers first. They were cool before they were aces. Yeah, they were cool before they turned into an ace. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm a cool trainer. Uh, no, so cool trainers are like the ace trainers. Uh, ace trainers are sort of regarded as experts in the Pokemon field in regards to, like, the trainer class system. So they will use more complex strategies I think their AI is slightly better than the other trainer classes as well. Probably. It oh. makes sense. But um, you can tell that this ace trainer is the ace because she is the only one in the gym that has an Ivysaur. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she is so good she actually got one of the starters that you had the option to get. Yeah, yeah, because she's that cool. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you'll find Ace Trainers sort of, I think this is actually the earliest you encounter one, uh, they are more of a late mid-game, uh, late game sort of trainer class because they are just so strong. Uh, so, anyway, we'll move on to, uh, Erica, so why don't you tell us about her team? Okay, yeah, so, gym leader Erica after getting lots of experience from all of her trainers. Um, so Erica's team uh, in red, blue, and yellow, in all in both games, she has Tangela. Uh -huh. So you'll deal with Tangela no matter what. Yeah. Um, now in red and blue, uh, her Pokemon are Victory Bell and Vile Blue. Yeah. Um, however, in yellow, she has uh, Weeping Bell and Gloom. So in yellow, her Pokemon are not evolved. Uh -huh. And I think that is because in the show, her signature Pokemon was blue and not yeah. Bioflume. Yeah, uh, which does kind of suck because the difference between Gloom and Vileplume is pretty much night and day in regards to the fact that it is just so much stronger. She could very easily just go to the department store and get a leaf stone. Well, exactly. I uh, literally, uh, literally, uh, 30 seconds away, head into the department store, buy something, use it, and then BAM, she's like, 10 times stronger. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite a, uh, quite a difference in power, yeah. but she wants to stay, well, they made her stay true to the show, so, yeah. and I guess Weeping Bell didn't be the only second evolution, so we just stayed a Weeping Bell. Yeah. Uh... So, uh, we pretty much said this would be the gym that Charmander would shine in, and he would finally be useful, 
if you didn't pick Charmander, obviously we mentioned Pidgey. Uh, any other recommendations? Um, let's see. Um, I don't know if there's really any other type of Pokemon. I mean, if you have Kadabra, then he would be great. Because yeah. Gloom, uh, Gloom and Weeping Bell, or Bioplume and Victory Bell, are all grass poison. So Kadabra can take them out very easily. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, uh, that's pretty much... Well, I was going to say that's pretty much it for the... Uh, in regards to how to beat her, she, like we said, grass is sort of a weak type defensively, so it is pretty easy to uh, beat. So if you were a grass type gym leader, what Pokemon would you have on your team? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if my team would really be any different. Yeah. Aside from, I want it to be Victory Bell and Bioplume because yeah. I I really like them. Um, maybe, maybe instead of Angela, or maybe actually maybe instead of Weeping Bell, Victory Bell, maybe Executor would be a better Pokemon. Yeah. Well, we don't really see Executor. Uh, obviously. Uh, well, Executor is sort of like a forgotten Pokemon in my sort of book because we don't really see it all that much. Yeah, one of the trainers has an execute, but yeah. that's really it. You yeah. don't really see execute. Well, uh, Tracy has, like, Tracy's sort of the grass-type replacement if he doesn't have a Bulbasaur, but we don't really see Executor until, I think, you fight him at the end of the game, really. I think so. Yeah. I think you're right. I think there's any that yeah. at least I can in the game until yeah. the end yeah uh but anyway so uh pretty much for me it would be the same uh i would actually quite like it because uh, like something i like in gym battles is gym leaders who use uh double teams in their battles uh because i just prefer double teams not double teams double battles uh more than single battles so I would quite like a double battle sort of setup for this, but with Victory Bell and Vile Plume sort of supporting each other as well. Yeah, yeah, and I think that like having Exeggutor instead of Victory Bell would be good, yeah. just because it would give you essentially, like you have Tangela who is just the Grass type, you have Vile Plume who is the Grass Poison, um, but then Exeggutor is Grass Psychic, so it's like, it's like three different types of Grass types. For yeah. You to deal with. Yeah. Uh, but no. Uh, so, what do you get for beating Erica? Um. So, aside from getting uh the fourth gym badge, you also get the TM for Mega Drain. Yeah. Uh, Mega Drain, quite useful move. Uh, has decent power. It basically sucks out Pokemon's health and replenishes your health by half of the amount of damage inflicted. So it can be good for survivability and, like, prolonging a battle as well. Yeah, yeah, I always liked Mega Drain. I always thought it was good. Yeah. I like moves where you hurt your opponent and heal yourself. Yeah, so. and it can be very useful because if you're fighting, like, a ground type that knows Aerial Ace and you're a Grass type, 
So if they use Aerial Ace first, deal just over half damage, and then you heal yourself back up past that half damage mark, then you can survive another round without having to heal. Yeah, yeah, essentially. You know, unless they get a critical hit, but, you know, if that doesn't happen, then, <laughs> then it works out. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully. Uh, so, you beat... Erica's gym, uh, you get TM for a Mega Drain, uh, and now you have options in regards to where you can go next. So, why don't we go over what options you have that you can do next? Um, well, essentially, uh, what you can do is you can, uh, you can either go back to Pokemon Tower because you still have the same skill. Yeah. Um, and uh, you'd be able to actually go through the whole tower. Yeah. Um, or what you can do is you could go back to the department store and grab a drink from the vending machine on the roof real quick. Uh-huh. Um, because if you have one of those drinks, you could give it to the guard. Yeah. And he will allow you access into Saffron City. Uh-huh. And finally, if you have a bike... You can, well, I think you can. Can you go on Cycling Road at this point? Uh, no, because Snorlax is there. Oh, you can. I've always thought you could. Uh, yeah, Snorlax is blocking the way, so you have to get rid of him first. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, because what's awaiting you in Saffron City is quite strong, we're going to recommend you go to the 5th, gym next but to get there it does take quite a lot of stuff because you actually need to remove the Snorlax out of the way and to do that you need to go to Pokemon Tower and finish that up first so why don't we go over what you need to do in Pokemon Tower yeah yeah so essentially now with your newly acquired fly you can just fly to Lavender Town yeah. you don't have to try way over there yeah. um and essentially what you do is you can go into the Pokemon Tower, and when you go in there, you'll run into a ghost, but then the Silscope will activate and reveal that all the wild Pokemon are just like Gasly, Haunter, and Cubone. Yeah. Um, which is like the only place that you can get them, so... Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, Gasly is literally the only ghost type in this generation, would you recommend catching it? Um. No, I <laughs> kind of wouldn't. Only because I mean, if you do like Ghastly Haunter and Gengar, then you should because they are cool Pokemon. Yeah. However, in Generation One, they aren't that good. No, well, Ghost types as a type in general are horrendous until generation three at least and even then the boost yeah. they get in generation three is sort of mediocre it isn't until sort of generation four or five they actually become viable yeah unfortunately uh, ghost types kind of get shafted so they don't got a whole lot going on um because unfortunately uh ghastly hunter and gengar not only are the only ghost types they are also poison type, yeah. so they will literally get killed by Kadabra. Yeah, and the funny thing is, ghost types were made to be a counter to psychic types as well, and even then, yeah. psychic types destroy them. 
I don't I don't understand the logic behind that where they made a type to beat psychic types, but they made them weak to psychic types. I know. <laughs> and it's like looking at I would and even no. looking at the ghastly uh, Haunter and Gengar line, it's like, it doesn't really make much sense for them to have poison type. I mean, ghastly does have the strongest case out of all of them, because it is like a ball of gas that's, like, possessed. But Haunter and Gengar have nothing like that. Haunter and Gengar are, like, meant to be typical ghosts. Yeah, I think... I don't think they really had the idea of, like, removing types from Pokemon. Yeah. Um, so they they really should have just made all three of them just ghost yeah. and nothing else. Yeah, because like they could like they obviously like the idea behind Gasly was it is a ball of poisonous gas, but even then they could have just been like, oh, it's a spirit. It's like a will o' the wisp or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Um, but if you do like Gasly or Haunter, because Haunter is really cool. I yeah. like his design. It's simple, yeah. but it's like it's got like that spook factor to it. Yeah. Uh, it's very, it very much is like Scooby Doo sort of ghost. It sort of reminds me of that. Hello. Oh, hey, sorry. Yeah. No, no, it's fine. I didn't hear <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was just saying how uh, Haunter is sort of very. Scooby-Doo sort of ghost sort of thing, like Crooked Reality, Crooked Property Developer would either have it as a projection or a costume, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh. so you continue up the Pokemon Tower uh, to the top floor, uh, but don't Jesse and James make another appearance here? Uh, yes, but first you have to fight... Uh... A big ghost that was blocking the path. Yes, of course. Uh, so, so uh, essentially, you will uh, when you're going up the tower, you'll go back to the stairwell where a Pokemon yells at you and then challenges you to a battle. Um, but with the Silscope, you can see that it is a Marowak. Yeah, uh, I don't think you can catch this Marowak. You just have to fight it, really. Yes, this Marowak is is a spirit, so you can't catch it. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because it is pretty powerful, but hey ho, uh, next. So you beat this. Uh, you continue up the tower and you reach the top floor. Yeah. So after beating the Marowak, you can take the stairwell, and you take the stairs, take a few steps, and then you have to fight Jesse and James again. Yeah. Uh, have they finally evolved their Pokemon? Yes. So they actually have our music. Yeah, I uh, still haven't evolved the Meowth, <laughs> uh, for obvious reasons, as we sort of went into last episode with the anime and sort of the nod to that, because obviously they are anime-only characters, so that's sort of where they originate from. Uh, Essentially, so Meowth will probably never evolve, because he doesn't want to, yeah. but... <laughs> yeah, uh, so... Anyway, uh, you continue up the tower, uh, and there's an old man up here as well, and isn't he the maker of the pokey flute, or am I just totally wrong again? No, no, you got it. Um, Yay! Essentially, um, Mr., you saved Mr. Fuji, who yeah. in a sense, being held captive by Team Power, 
and he gives you a pokey flute, which is like his his special thing that you use to wake up sleeping. Yeah. So. So the pokey flute is an extremely important item because it means you can finally get rid of the Snorlax that have been blocking your roots throughout the game. Yes, essentially. The Pokeflute is just to wake up Snorlax. Uh, there are two in the game, and you just use it on both of them. You fight them both, yeah. and you can even catch Snorlax if you're feeling up to it. Yeah. Uh, I know in later generations the Snorlax comes back if you defeat it. Is that the case in Generation 1? Um, no. These are the only two Snorlax in the game. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and there isn't really anywhere else to catch Snorlax, really, is there? No, no. Yeah, These so... two, you build once, and then there are no more Snorlax in the game. Yeah, uh, so it's pretty much your only chance to catch one. So, uh, as we said, uh, earlier, we recommend you go and fight the fifth gym to uh, boost yourself up before you give the tea to the guard and head into Saffron City because the level jump is quite significant there. Uh, so there's two ways you can now get to the fifth gym now that you have the Pokey Flute. You can go south from Lavender Town or you can go back to Celadon City and go down the cycling road. So, seeing as we're in Lavender Town, shall we just proceed south? Um, now, I just want to mention real quick... Yeah? Um, that I think one thing that a lot of people get confused about is the fact that, uh, Sabrina, who's the psychic gym in Saffron City, actually is the fifth gym. Is she? She is. Oh! <laughs> um, I uh, she should be. What <laughs> no, that's the thing, is that she shouldn't be. Um... Oh. Because the 6th gym is actually easier than the 5th gym. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, but it's like you have to go through so much before you fight Sabrina, really, that it is. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on in Saffron. So yeah. it kind of makes you think that you should explore more before coming back here. Yeah. Uh, so we'll head down to the 6th gym in Fuchsia City, so uh, we'll, uh, what we'll do is, just for ease, is we will access how you get there from Lavender Town, we'll then circle back to Cycling Road, intentional pun, uh, so we can then get to Celadon City and then we'll do Saffron. So, you head south from Lavender Town and you hit Route 12. Anything of note in Route 12? Um, let's see, Route 12, now one thing that we'll note in Route 12 is, um, before you get to Snorlax, um, Route 12 does have, uh, the, um, one of the fishing gurus. Yeah. Fishing guru number three, actually. Yeah. Um, and so you can talk to him to get the super rod. Yeah. Uh, uh, and... allow you to fish Pokemon that are not Magikarp. Yeah. Uh, and obviously you said before we get to the Snorlax there, so obviously you can access all of this before you get the Pokeflute, right? Um, yes, yeah, you'd be able to get this rod, um, 
from Lavender Town, you can go down and you'd be able to go and get the rod uh, because it comes before Snorlax. So yeah. if you don't have the you still get the rod if you want some water Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, uh, you can't go all the way through Route 12 until you uh, get the raw... Well, you can't go all the way through Route 12 uh, because of the Snorlax being there, but obviously when you get the Pokeflute, you can go all the way through. Uh, so, any Pokemon of note on this route, or any trainers? Um, so, aside from there being a lot of fishermen, because you run into them a lot on here, um, I, generally, because it's a dock, there's not really any Pokemon of note, mm. aside from, like... Um, the new water types you can get so like you can get polywag or you can get like goldeen yeah uh um, would you recommend adding either to your team um so because uh, personally i quite like using polywag and its evolutions uh because yeah, it does... Pokemon, yeah. who you don't get to see a whole lot yeah uh, no, because it is sort of like, you don't really, like, lots of people skip over it because with Poliwag it is usually in the ocean, so you usually need to know surf or have a good fishing rod to catch it, but at that time it's like your team's sort of in the late 30s and you encounter Poliwags in the mid in the mid 10s. So it's like, it does require a lot of training, but it does turn out quite good in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Poliwag, the Poliwag evolutions, like Poliwag and Poliwrill and Poliwrath, I feel like they don't get enough love. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't think there are very few trainers that use them, but they're, they're good Pokemon, so... Yeah. Uh, but, anyway, uh, if that's all for Route 12, uh, we'll end this episode here. Uh, next time we will cover the rest of the routes on our way to Fuchsia City. Uh, would you like to plug your YouTube before you go? Um, yeah, yeah. My YouTube channel, Chaos Roy, C-H-A-O-S-R-O-Y. We cover all kinds of gaming stuff, and I would appreciate you checking out all the videos we put so much work into. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we have a Patreon. Uh, you can subscribe there. There's a variety of tiers, uh, no matter which two you subscribe to. If you do, you'll get episodes a week early. Uh, we're currently running a prize draw over there, which you get free entry to if you enter the one of the higher tiers, where you have a chance to win an original copy of Pokemon Red, Blue, or Yellow. Uh, you can also enter that if you're not a part of our Patreon, but of course it will cost you because we need to buy these games somehow. Uh... <laughs> Uh, more details on that will be on our Twitter, which is linked in the description. If you think you have a wealth of knowledge and would like to join us or join me to cover a game of your choice on a future season, get in contact with our email, which will again be in the description. Uh, thanks for listening, and we hope to see you again soon. Bye!